1: Well, welcome everybody. Hope everyone had a wonderful Christmas and we are in between the holidays here with New Year's coming up. Again, if you are putting together any of your goals and objectives personally or for your business and would like some assistance, feel free to reach out to us here at Sustainable Success with our Sustainable Success Coaching and Consulting. And we'd be happy to do an assessment of where you're at personally and in your business to make sure you're heading in the right direction to fulfill those very objectives that are important for you for accomplishing. Again, you can reach out to us at chris at christophersalem.com or chris at sustainablesuccess.net. If you're new to sustainable success, you found us here at the Voice America Business Channel. Formerly, with, we used to be with the Influencer Channel. We've been here since April, and we want to thank you all for supporting us here on the Business, uh, business Channel as we continue to grow. And it's hard to believe it's been over almost seven years that this show has been out. And it's uh, thanks to you, all the listeners each and every week joining us here and supporting us from day one. Again, we wish you a a, a joyous and prosperous new year. And we thank you uh, from the bottom of our hearts. Today's show is being brought to you today by Alumni Direct. Alumni Direct is a new social media community platform dedicated to bringing alumni together from all different generational types an opportunity to either meet uh, new people for the first time or rekindle old relationships. This is a membership program, meaning it takes all the noise out of social media. No more of those annoying notifications. This is a chance for you to come in on your time where you can now you know, share content of interest and get to know people on a genuine, authentic level. If you'd like more information about Alumni Direct, check them out at alumnidirect.com. That's alumnidirect.com. Well, we got a great show for you today. We're going to be talking about Transition on Purpose. And it is such a fitting title and topic overall, especially as we close out 2023 and head into 2024. Perhaps for some of you, this was a great year. For some of you, this was maybe a transition year. And no matter what challenges or obstacles you've gone through, it's all good because it's we can only grow and expand when we embrace those challenges that we are, are dealing with at the moment, whether it's you personally or in your business and and we're going to have a great show when we talk about this and we our guest today and subject matter expert is Dennis Volpe. Dennis is an executive performance and transition coach currently serves as a principal leadership consultant with the leadership research institute he is a graduate of the united states naval academy earned his masters of science in leadership development from the naval postgraduate school and is a columbia university certified executive coach Dennis's understanding of leadership comes from his 20 plus years of leadership and operational experience as a career naval officer, including teaching leadership at the United States Naval Academy, serving in numerous leadership roles of increasing responsibility to include command at sea and from a variety of academic and intellectual pursuits. He has experienced personal and professional success and professional setbacks and knows what it takes to live a resilient life. He challenges and empowers leaders to embrace their reality, defines what they want, and equips them with the insight, perspective, and accountability necessary to be successful in new and challenging environments. Dennis focuses coaching practice on the areas of personal leadership, emotional intelligence, resilience, transition, and team effectiveness. He is very involved in in his community as a mentor coach supporting military to civilian transition programs, as well as participatory, hands-on leadership programs for emerging leaders, and without further ado, we welcome Dennis Volpe to the show. Dennis, how are you doing today?
2: Good, Chris. Thanks. Uh, I've been looking forward to uh, to our conversation for a while, so excited to uh, to have this this chat.
1: Uh, same here, and I mean, and just again, I I want to personally thank you for all your service to our country and. There is, in my opinion, no better way that someone that has a military experience that has led in the military that what they can do and taking those experiences to come into everyday life and how that can be applied in so many roles that we hold as human beings. Whether you know, in the case of you and I, could be you know, husbands and fathers and you know, members in our community, our churches and whatever that may be, our businesses. What we bring to the table as leaders and so I would just love to hear from you maybe, a, maybe before we start talking about transition on purpose, because I know this is your area of expertise, maybe a little backstory from even what what we covered in your bio, what led you to really, really putting an emphasis on this area when it comes to leadership in terms of transition?
2: Sure. Um, you know, when... Uh, when I think about you know, who's 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 Dennis Volpe, right? The uh, you know, I start off with, like you said, I'm I'm a husband, uh, I'm an I'm an outdoor enthusiast, I'm a small business and entrepreneur investor, I'm a washed up rugby player, I'm a washed up lacrosse player, <laughs> uh, I'm a recreational triathlete, I'm a mindfulness practitioner, uh, I'm an author, and we'll talk about that. I'm a, I'm a veteran mentor, like you talked about. I'm also a bourbon drinker. I'm a Traeger grill guy. Uh, you know, I'm a service academy grad, like you mentioned, and I'm a certified coach. But uh, where did this transition stuff, you know happen? Well, it's because i I was really successful in uh, in my military career uh, until I wasn't. And uh, you know, as a commanding officer, you are always responsible. you're always accountable. For your actions and the actions of the men and women that are on your team. And uh, at the time, we were supporting the 2014 Sochi Olympics. And, um, you know, it was a it was a national tasking mission, and which which means that, you know, what you were doing was being briefed to the highest levels of the military and uh, civilian chain of command, which is awesome as, as a commanding officer, right? That's exactly where you want to be. Uh, so you're literally on the highest mountain, you know, from from a professional perspective, and um, you know we were so close to the to the uh, to the Russian coast, you know, you could look at the Olympic torch with your binoculars. So it was it was it was awesome, and uh, we had to check off station and uh, go get uh, gas and uh, groceries on the other side of the Black Sea, and uh, you know it was a time where there was heightened tensions. And we, uh, as we were entering port, uh, we had an operational mishap, and uh, ran aground, and broke the propeller, and we were deemed non-mission capable um, during heightened tensions in a in, in a conflicted area. Yeah. Uh, so, in the matter of a, two days, you went from being on the highest peak you could professionally to then being in the loneliest valley, personally. professionally. And two weeks later, I was relieved of command. Uh, And that's, that's the, uh, you know, professional military term for you got fired. Uh, You got fired because you were responsible and accountable for what your team did or your team did not do uh, in in an operational environment, and rightly so. And, uh, but up to that point in time in my life, I only spent three days of my adult life not in the military. So what I did was who I was and who I was was what I did. And, you know, for the next two years, you know, during the last two years of my military service, I really had to figure out, you know, who is this dude? What matters to him? What's next? And how do you get there? How do you actually start moving in a positive direction and not sit still and lament on what could have been, what you know, what ought to have been and and all that stuff. And one of the things that, you know, the epiphanies was change. And I know that you talk about that a lot, right? But change is a fact. Transition is a choice. Transition is all about the decisions that we make based on the change that we experience. So change is that external force that we have to be responsive to rather than reactive to. And so that, you know, crucible experience what is what led me to explore and spend time in that transition space. And I was really, you know, blessed uh, to be able to go through the Columbia Executive Coaching Program and be able to take that subject of transition and really put it into a coaching framework that made sense.
1: Wow. That's fabulous. I I love all the backstory. I always love to get a backstory with our guests and see how these things evolved. And <clears throat> when you could talk about transition, and you talk about transition on purpose, you know we've heard that word purpose. You know, there's got to be you know if we if we want something to really create impact, or we really really looking to take change, you know, be that change. We have to be that change. We have to decide to change in order to. Lead us to where we where we desire to go or wherever we're heading in that direction, so there's got to be a purpose to it. Talk a little bit about what you you know you from your experience that that transition process, what that may look like for an individual, it could be a business, a team, whatever that may be, whatever you like to share.
2: Well, I could even talk about my military career because uh, I, I wanted to go to a service academy. Um, I wanted to challenge myself. I wanted to get leadership experience, and then I wanted to do something different. I actually wanted to go into federal law enforcement. Uh, But back in late 2000, early 2001, that actually wasn't an option, and uh, for a variety of reasons. And uh, for somebody who didn't have a plan, the Navy was really nice enough to give me one. And what did that look like? Well, September 11th actually happened mm. and uh, they provided me an opportunity to get an advanced degree in leadership. Uh, they provided me an opportunity to teach leadership for an extra year at the Naval Academy. And then they gave me a bonus. Right, so it was the trifecta of goodness for somebody who didn't even have a plan. Right. So that would be, you know, transition on accident. All right? Transition into a military career on accident. And then when change happened later, I had to transition on purpose because I needed to be able to make more informed decisions about the work that I was gonna do and the life that I was gonna lead. And what does that look like, whether it's one-on-one coaching, whether it's team coaching, whether it's with a small business or anything else, it starts with defining success. You know, how have you defined success for yourself? How have you defined success for yourself and the people that matter to you? Or how have you defined success for your business? You know, what does that look like? What does that smell like? You know, all of that stuff. And how do you look at it from not only from your head, but look at it from your heart and look at it from your gut? Because those are three distinct vantage points, uh, and they're different. Because what your heart needs might be different than what your head needs, and what your gut needs might be different from the other two. So how do you define success? And I've been in the coaching space for this past six or seven years, and I've had the opportunity to coach over a 1,000 people. And defining success is something that folks have a hard time doing. Not because it's hard, not because it's complicated, but it's because they don't take the time.
1: Well, that's that's a great point what you said. Defining what because sometimes they they're like, what does success mean to them? Success is in the eye of the beholder. It's not what you know media tells me what it should be, or somebody that I hold in high regard tells me what it should be. It's it's like, hey, I I got to choose what that means to me, whether if that's personal or you know that could be with you, you know, your well being, your your family, your relationships, or you know your your career and business, or all of the above, whatever that may be. All-
0: Yeah.
2: And uh, I, you know, I'm I'm blessed to have some amazing mentors in my life and just had a conversation with one about an hour ago. And uh, we were talking about this kind of stuff. And he asked kind of the same question you asked. Well, how do you do that? You know, what's the process of defining success and being able to make more informed decisions? And it starts with defining success. You know, that's kind of the first filter. But what are the other filters to make more informed decisions about the work we do and the life, you know, the life we want to lead? And then the next is, what do you value? You know, what are your personal core values? What are those things that you need to be part of your life to be the best version of you? And then it's, well, what are you trying to solve for now, right? What are your priorities? Where do you need to direct your energy, attention, and effort? because your energy, attention and effort are finite, right? So they need to be directed somewhere and you need to do that intentionally or on purpose. And then the last one is, what do you expect? What do you expect of yourself? And what do you expect of the people you spend time with? So when you are able to do that, take the time to say, this is what I value. This is what I'm trying to solve for. And this is what I expect and believe you can make more informed and intentional decisions about the work that you do and the life that you lead.
1: No, oh, I love that. And I love I love the fact that you emphasized, you know, values, not only just values in itself, how we operate from and how we, you know, communicate with other people or connect with other people in situations, but also valuing when I heard that word value, like you got to value your time if you're going to manage it effectively to focus on the priorities that really truly matter to fulfill those objectives that are important to you. Otherwise we get caught up in all the distractions and and the very things that, that pull us away from that, that success.
2: It's all about self-management and um, you know, that magic 168, right? The the number of hours in a week, it doesn't change for anybody. Uh, And uh, we have to figure out what am I going to do with that time? And, if you're doing stuff that's moving you towards your definition of success, awesome. If you're not, then what are you doing? But you got to define success first. Yeah. Because without that definition, you're not going to know whether or not you're making progress.
1: That's true. Like I said, I think that that's probably the big reason why a lot of people individually or as a team, like they, they, Kind of, you know, oh, I didn't do what I was supposed to do or we didn't meet our objectives because they, they're they're just not specific, clear and concise of what that is, you know, or, or they haven't written it down or defined it to a level that now they can visualize it and break it down into, you know, into actionable steps that will lead to what they're trying to accomplish. So now that's great. I know we got about less than a minute uh, to the break, but anything else you'd like to add or summarize to what you shared so far? To kind of really drive home uh, what you've shared here in the first uh, first segment of the show, we got Chris, yeah I'm thirty just seconds.
2: Double tap on what you said. Yeah, you know what gets written gets done.
1: Yeah, so true, so true. And that was one thing that me personally, I had to learn the hard way many years ago. And thank God for the last twenty six years now, I've been doing. I I always write down all my my goals, and not just write. I make. I drive them down. I drill them down to everything I can control and know to make him as specific, clear, and concise as I possibly can. Well, I know we got more to come here with Dennis Volpe. We're talking about transition on purpose. We got more to come. We got to go to break right now, but when we come right back, we going to dive into some other areas to help you move yourself and perhaps your business as well to that next level. And when we come right back, we got more with Dennis Volpe.
0: Chris Salem creates awareness about unblocking mindset barriers for sales professionals, business leaders, entrepreneurs, and all types of people to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of the problem or challenge. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the effect but do not address the root cause. You now have an opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consulting calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. The business community's first choice in Internet talk radio. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to sustainable success with chris salem call into our program today at one 472 5790 again that's 1866 472 5790 or send an email to chris at christophersalem.com now back to sustainable success
1: well welcome back if you're just joining us here we're talking about transition on purpose Uh, We're here with Dennis Volpe, our subject matter expert, discussing uh, this from a leadership perspective. And again, we highly encourage everyone that just joined us to listen to the show in its entirety here later today at the Voice America Business Channel. A lot of golden nuggets that Dennis had shared and a lot of great insights to help move you personally and your business to the next level. So we highly encourage you to check that out. That will be available here later today here at the Voice America Business Channel, as well as our uh, Facebook page at sustainable success 2017 Apple Spotify Google you name it wherever uh you can listen to a podcast you will find this there again listen to the the great information Dennis uh you had shared you know a, a little bit about your backstory a little bit about you know overall like about what that transition process you know entails and so on can you talk a little bit about you know your you know, your what you learned at Columbia University in terms of you know what you're a certified, uh, been through their certified coaching program there. Talk a little bit about some of the, the the process from from what you learned there, some of the principles that that you know if applied you know on a daily basis and 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 being consistent, how that can really change you as a leader personally, and then empower others through your example and resourcefulness.
2: My big takeaway from my experience at Columbia was coaching is about performance. Coaching is about unlocking human performance. It's not necessarily about exploring one's potential Um, because you do that. But if there's no performance or there's no action that actually happens, then coaching actually didn't occur. All that happened was conversation. And uh, that was one of my big takeaways. But one of the nice things about the Columbia Coaching Framework is that it's simple enough for, you know, a simple guy from Long Island uh, to understand. And uh, why do I say that? Because there's only three big steps or really three big overarching questions that you need to answer. And you can have a coaching conversation with yourself by asking yourself three questions. You know, what's up? What's up? Right what's what's my current reality? And what's my desired and we talked about it, what's my desired reality? You know, and then what's the gap in between? Because that's that's the coaching space, right? The coaching space is identifying that gap, identifying the obstacles and challenges, but also the opportunities that might exist and the support requirements to get you there. Uh so that's the, that's the one question, right? What's up? really identifying and digging into reality, Uh, but also what's next is the last question, right? That's that's the work that you're going to do. But the real work is what matters, right? What matters to you? What's your why? What are your constraints? What are your restraints? And what are your priorities? And we talked about it, like, what are you trying to solve for? And when you can identify your desired end state, your definition of success, and be honest, open, and vulnerable about your reality—kind of where you're, where you're at, how you're doing, and what support you need—and then defining, you know, illuminating your why—you know, why do you exist? Why are you doing what you're doing? Uh, but also, you know, from a self-management perspective you know, what are your constraints and what are your restraints? And being open and honest about your priorities. This is what I'm solving for and this is why. And then finally, you know, what's next? what What's the work that has to get done? And part of that is networking and connecting. Part of that is focusing on you as a leader, right? How are you doing mentally? How are you doing physically? How are you doing socially? And how are you doing emotionally? Right? I call it your mind, your body, your tribe, and your why. And then finally, planning. Actually sitting down and like you said, Chris, writing it down, writing down your plan. Right? Here's, here's my vision. Here's my mission. Here are my values. Here's how I've defined success. These are my goals and these are the action steps that are associated with those goals. This is the cadence in terms of how I'm going to look at it. And this is the scoreboard. This is what I'm going to pay attention to, and this is how often I'm going to pay attention to it. That'll get you from where you're at to where you want to go. And one of the key elements to that is having a team. Having a team that's going to hold you accountable, whether that's personally or professionally, and that you can rely on because... If I've learned anything in my time as a rugby player, as a lacrosse player, as a military officer, is that life is a contact sport. Right, You're going to get knocked down, period, full stop. But life is also a team sport. And the the awesome thing is you get to pick your team. You get to pick your team. So who are you going to pick? Well, you want to pick those people that are going to provide you the support that you need. That are going to hold you accountable. That are going to energize you and push you to be better today than you were yesterday, and better tomorrow than you were today.
1: Yeah, I love I love the fact the way you know that it's so important because they you know we you know to learn how to be, you know learn how to think differently. I love what you talked about the the five things you talked about the mind body. Uh, I think it was and then I heard a why and there was something else I think I you missed tried. it. But yeah, there it is. Yes. And you know, and and you know, we gotta we gotta learn to think differently, and then be it to become it, and then do it differently to have different and better results. And and accountability is so important. And I and I always feel as as a, a business coach and also an executive uh, coach, and I do a lot as well as just like you do, Dennis, in leadership. That 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 that, that, that concept of accountability, you know, it it can always be better. And, and and are people taking advantage of it? What resources are they using to, to be accountable to themselves? Like whether it's another peer, a mentor, uh, whatever. Maybe it's a group they belong to. It could be their team. Like you said, when they're having maybe maybe they have a daily huddle, that type of thing. Can you share some more insights to that? Because I think that just from my perspective, in, in and and we've had a lot of t- topics around leadership on our show before, That's an area that I feel always really can use more emphasis on and, and, and having your military background, I know you, you learned a lot about accountability and you had, in this case, you had no choice when it came to the military, when it came to accountability. (laughs)
2: 100%. And uh, to your point though, you know, when it comes to accountability, you know, and, and teams and all that stuff, you know, I'm, uh, I'm. I'm not an overly religious person, um, but, you know, I'm I'm a big advocate of Proverbs 13, 20, right? If you you walk with the wise, you'll become wise. So if you are always the smartest guy or gal in the room, you're in the wrong room. Yeah. And, you know, one of the things that has helped me and has helped others uh, are mastermind groups. Some people call them you know, accountability groups, but they're, they've been called mastermind groups for a really long time. And I've had, you know, the awesome opportunity to be associated with a bunch of them, um, whether it's from, you know, real estate investing to other Columbia coaches or other service academy grads. And they just provide an opportunity to, you know, engage others, uh, other like-minded folks that are trying to get to where you wanna go, uh, And they challenge you to be better. And they hold you accountable because you often share what your goals are. Uh, And then you share where you're at relative to those goals. And uh, if they're really good mastermind groups, they'll ask you not only, you know, hey, where are you at? How are you doing? Right? Where? Because you said where you wanted to be, they'll hold you accountable, but they'll also provide you the support you need to get to you where you want to go. So
1: true. So true. And I, and, and can you talk about when, you know, consistency is, is, is that, you know, that word consistency, you know, in terms of, you know, our habits are, you know, using discipline and habits. And when people hear that word discipline, they sometimes get scared, like, oh my God, I got to, you know, no, it's not like you have to do these things that a Navy SEAL would do. No, we're not talking that. But 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 things that that if we're not doing the things that are going to fill our cup and nurture us to, to that serve us to serve others to our example and resourcefulness, then then it, it, it may not have that stickability. And
2: so, yeah, that. Chris. No, I appreciate the I appreciate the question. You know, as a uh, as a certified Gallup strengths coach, uh, focus for me is my number 3 strength. Discipline is like number 14 or 15. Uh so I'm not as disciplined as as one would think for a service academy a grad retired you know military officer but I'm crazy focused. And what and from the outside that looks like discipline. Yeah. Right? Exactly. And, and that's why goals are important. Yeah. And when you write that stuff down, like like what you talked about earlier and you have that definition of success. You have those goals established. You know where to direct your energy, attention and effort. So without goals for for someone like me who's focused but not as disciplined as they ought to be, not a whole lot of stuff gets done yeah consistency for me has to i have to look at my strengths you know my strengths of individualization relater in terms of being around a small group of folks focus achievement and harmony right those are my big my 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 big five uh so i need to have goals Right. Because that leverages my individualization. I need to make sure that I spend time with like minded folks that are going to challenge me from a relator perspective and from a focused perspective. I need to have those goals and those benchmarks for, as an as an achiever to direct that stamina, that effort in the right way.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. So So true.
2: Consistency is about, you know, and I'm a huge advocate of. You know the four disciplines of execution, and you know what are those four disciplines? The first one is how have you defined success, right? That that big one, uh, and then okay, well, based on that, you know what are what are the goals, right? Uh, you know what are, what are those wildly important goals, and and then what's the scoreboard? What are you going to keep score of? And then what's the cadence? What's the cadence of accountability that you're gonna have? But you have to define success. You have to define the goals. You have to define the scoreboard. What are you actually gonna be looking at? And then define the cadence. How often are you gonna give yourself the time and space you need to reflect on where you're at, where you're going and how you are doing?
1: Yeah. So true. Great, great, great points there. What could be some other things you could share or, you know, you know, with, you know, transition, maybe talk about the purpose aspect. You know, a lot of times when we hear that word purpose, you know, and, you know, I know Simon Civic, you know, he always said, you know, start, starts with our why, you know, but what, what would be your perspective on purpose? That, that word purpose?
2: Well, you know, where I'm going to start, Is going back a little bit further to that values piece, yeah, because I think the two are connected. And um, under you know, as as a retired military officer, you know, core values were part of my everyday, right? the The naval service, honor, courage, and commitment, right? That becomes part of your DNA because you. you hear it so often, you experience it so often, but when you start talking about transition and you start talking about purpose, you need to know what matters to you as a leader. You need to know what matters to your organization, but you absolutely need to know what your values are because that's what needs to be one of your filters for your decision-making. And when you start talking about values, you have to identify them, right? You have to identify what really, really matters to you. But then you have to take a next step. You have to define them for you. And then you have to take another step, right? You identified them, you defined them, but then what are the behaviors and actions associated with those values? And then the last piece is you need to prioritize. Them. And if you have more than five, you're doing it wrong. If you have three or four, you are you're on track. Because if you're trying to make a decision with more than five variables, it's kind of tough.
1: Yeah, that's so, too many, too many, too many. It, it, it kind of uh, clout, clutters the decision where, where you're going to go with. Yeah.
2: So totally. if you know what matters to you, you know what your values are. Well, then that that purpose piece is a lot easier to get after. Mm. Asking yourself, what's not you? Know, what's my why? Nah, you know that's that's a tough question, right? to ask yourself, but what gets you out of bed in the morning? What energizes you? What, you know, cause I talk about, don't follow your passions. And I know we've got about two minutes before.
1: Oh, and we could always expand later. So yeah, don't, and don't I'd worry. like to
2: expand a little bit about, you know let's talk about a box of purpose. What does a box of purpose look like? And we'll, we'll absolutely dive into that after the break. But, um, you know, asking yourself, What matters and what do you want to be part of the solution for is a good first step. Mm.
1: Yeah. And I love the fact that you talked about, you know, passion and purpose. Because, again, passion itself may not be the end. You know, that purpose, you could involve things sometimes that maybe you never thought of. You may not even maybe like certain aspects, but yet it's part of that purpose. So, so true. And I know we'll expand upon that. Anything that you would like to conclude or add to solidify what you shared here in the second segment to close out uh, this uh, this segment of the show?
2: And I think we talked about, you know, how do you make sure that you're the best version of you and you focus on being the most resilient person you can be and you need to look at it from a physical perspective, you need to look at it from a mental perspective, a social perspective, and an emotional perspective. Mm. And the mantra I like to use is how are you doing mind wise, body wise, tribe wise, and why? Why?
1: I love that. And I'm gonna remember that tribe because that was the one I missed yet. So that is so key, so important. Well, I know you got more to share, Dennis. Or a lot of great information that uh, Dennis has shared here. Transition on purpose again. We highly encourage you to go back, listen to the show again, maybe even three times. There is a lot of great information uh, being shared here in terms of insight that could be applied to elevate and move you in the right direction personally or in your business. Uh, With that being said, we gotta go to break everybody, but when we come right back, we got more to come with Transition On Purpose. We'll be right back after the break.
0: voice america at facebook.com forward slash voice america for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts what is balance it's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects surrounding yourself with family and loved ones nurturing your spirituality maintaining healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness and being present in the moment Chris Salem creates awareness about unblocking mindset barriers for sales professionals, business leaders, entrepreneurs, and all types of people to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of the problem or challenge. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the effect but do not address the root cause. You now have an opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consulting calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1 866 472 5790. Again, that's 1 866 472 5790. Or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now, back to Sustainable Success. Well, if you're just joining
1: us again, we are talking about transition on purpose. Again, we highly encourage those that are just joining us to listen to this show in its entirety here later today at the Voice America Business Channel. And again, we want to thank our sponsor, Alumni Direct, for all the great things they've done this year. And again, we highly encourage everyone that they're looking for a new platform to reconnect with people from their school days, as well as meeting new people for the first time and sharing content of interest without all the noise of social media. Feel free to check them out at alumnidirect.com. That's alumnidirect.com. Dennis, I know in the uh, the last segment we were talking about that box of purpose, you know, that you know, that really kind of drives things. And you were talking about passion and there's a difference. Can you share some insights about that, you know, that concept about the box of purpose? That you were talking about and where it's different from passion.
2: Absolutely. And, and I appreciate that, Chris. When when you talk about passion, that's kind of I and I'm not the you know brightest bulb in, in the box, but uh, you know, passion is all about entropy, right? It's all about energy, it's all about fire, all you know, all of that visualization. But when you start talking about, well, how do you put that passion? In a box of purpose. Well, what is that, what does that box look like? What are the different sides of that box? The first part are strengths. You know, what are your strengths? And as a gal, as, as a certified Gallup strengths coach and also a certified uh, you know, working genius coach, understanding where your areas of genius are, you know, not only what they are, but where are they, you know, and understanding where you're gonna provide the most value. And I know on, a you know, some of your previous shows, you talked about, you know, there's going to be an opportunity for you to work in the business. And there's also an opportunity for you to work on the business. Uh, and it depends on where you're at. But knowing, you know, the areas of genius that you have that you could bring to the fight is one side of that box. Uh, and we already talked about another side. You know, what do you value? You know, your values are part of that purposeful work, because if you're doing work that's not in alignment with your values, there's going to be so much cognitive dissonance that exists that you're not going to be able to be your best self. And then there's that passion piece. You know, what are you passionate about? But also that, you know, that's one side. Then the next side is what, what energizes you? You know, what literally fills your tank? Because that might be different than what you're passionate about. And then the next side is, what are the problems that matter to you? What are the problems that you want to be part of the solution for? And then finally, the last side of that box is where do you want to do it? Where do you want to do it in terms of the culture, the team, the organization, and defining those things for you, being able to say, hey, these are my strengths. This is what I value. This is what I'm passionate about. This is what energizes me. These are the problems that I want to solve, and these are the people I want to solve them with. That's purposeful work.
1: I love that what you what you distinguished there in terms of purpose. What could be like? What would be some suggestions? Because I know I want to hear a little bit more about what you're doing with you know with your organization at LIR and and but what would be like that 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 the, the like a process like a few steps that you could talk about how people could really strategically put their purpose into motion.
2: Well, I would start with that values piece, right? The
1: value piece that you talked about, yep.
2: Right? And then I would look at, well, what are my strengths? And there's ways to do that. You know, if you want to do it the Gallup way, you can take a Gallup strengths assessment. Or if you wanted to do the, uh, you know, working genius way, you can take a working genius assessment. And, uh, you know, get that self-awareness. Uh, because, I, like, it. you know, I've been coaching for the past six or seven years and uh, had the opportunity to coach about a thousand, a little bit more than a thousand folks. And that self-awareness part, being able to define success, understanding your values, but also knowing your areas of genius, whether that's your working genius or, or your strengths is often lacking. So if you can take that step and gain that awareness so you can focus your energy and attention and effort on where you're gonna add the most value, but also where you're gonna get the most energy would be be another step that I would recommend. And then I think the biggest piece is giving yourself the time and space to reflect. To reflect on what really matters to you so that way you know the problems that you wanna solve and then reflect on who you wanna solve them with. But the, the biggest piece is time and space, giving yourself that time and space. So that way you're going to be responsive to your environment rather than reactive to it.
1: I love the fact the way you talked about it right at that last closing thing, that how we can respond versus react. And that is such a huge thing, uh, especially for, you know, where if you're a leader and you're elevating to that level of leadership, responding to situations and people far better than than reacting to those situations and people. So so Drew anything that you would like to share about the great things that you're doing with the Leadership Research Institute L R I.
2: Absolutely, you know, when LRI is a lot of fun um because we get to interact with a variety of of different clients. Up, you know, the big corporations down to to small businesses and our mission is to transform leaders, to transform the world. And when I look at that from a personal perspective, I look at it a little bit you know, more nuanced than that. Because I believe if you wanna change the world, if you really wanna transform the world, you need to start in your own backyard. And to do that, that's personal leadership. That's leadership on an individual level. So when I think about my mission as a coach, I like to transform leaders so they can transform their world, whether it's their personal world, their professional world, or both. And uh, that could be, you know, at the small business level. That could be at the entrepreneurial level. That could be, you know, the corporate leader level. And uh, getting the opportunity to do that on a regular basis is awesome uh, because when you get to see change happen as a coach, I get asked, you know, how do you know that? You've been successful as a coach, and Chris, I'd love to love to hear your perspective on it. Uh, I'd say it's the ABCs of coaching.
1: Yeah,
2: and uh, the ABCs of coaching are: has there been aha moments?
1: Gotta have those. If gotta have those, change. right?
2: <laughs> um, but more importantly, have there has there been behavior change?
1: Yeah, I mean, when I think about behavior, when you said that, it you know, it, it, it how am I shifting away from passive aggressive or both? to being more assertive in my behavior.
2: Yeah. And then, you know, we hit on this, I think in the first, you know, segment of this show, has there been commitment and action to get to that desired success? Mm. And um, when you have that, that's energizing for any coach. Uh, When those aha moments happen, when that behavior change happens, when those commitments and action get written down and you see that success happen that's awesome. And you know what what else do we focus on at LRI? One of the biggest things we focus on is credibility the credibility of a leader because you know that when when credibility exists, trust happens mm-hmm. And when trust happens that's when team effectiveness happens. and when team effectiveness happens that's when results happen. And what do you need to think about from a credibility standpoint? You know, if you're that leader thinking about, okay, you know, what are some of the things that I need to pay attention to? Well, your competence. Do you know your job? And then character. Do your deeds and words match? Composure. How do you deal with and manage stressful situations? How do you make difficult decisions? Courage. Are you able to have those crucial conversations, those difficult conversations? Are you able to hold people accountable? And then finally, care for people. Care for people. Are you providing the resources that your team members need to succeed?
1: Yeah, so so powerful. If you would like, uh, Dennis, you feel free if you if if it doesn't have to be anything specific. But if anything you'd like to share in terms of, you know, you know, an organization and a a case study, just something you could call ABC company doesn't have to be, you know, it's up to you. But to share with some of the things you've talked about and then also what you talked about earlier, that credibility.
2: Yeah, the. You know, I got asked recently what was you know, the most uh, one of your most energizing coaching engagements, and it was it was a manufacturing company uh, in the aerospace arena, and um, you know that that facility uh, was working seven days a week, and they were missing all of their metrics, all of their metrics, all their scoreboard was completely red, and um, you know they they got a new leader in place. Uh, and but you know what? That leader wasn't the best version of themselves either because uh, they had some stuff going on personally, professionally, and, and whatever. So we spent the initial time getting the leader where they needed to be mentally, physically, socially, emotionally, right? Paid attention to their mind, their body, their tribe, and their why. And we got them to be the best version of themselves. And then we looked at the team. You know, we looked at it from a purpose perspective, a people perspective, a priority perspective, a process perspective and a planning perspective. And when we were able to do that and we were able to do that holistically, you know, what did that look like? Well, they had all red metrics and they were working seven days a week. Well, in two quarters, we had about a hundred million dollar turnaround. They were working five days a week. And all of their metrics were green.
1: Fabulous, so true. What well, you did, I love that. And and I'm sure anybody that that is lead, is leading a team in an organization, or even even if those that are have you know have their own businesses here, this is important stuff. And you you got to get to know Dennis and see if the principles and the areas that of what, that he brings per, from personal experience and from what he has not only studied, but applied over his career, how this can help you. Dennis, I wanted to first thank you for being here, for taking the time out of your schedule between the holidays to be here. Can you share with everybody, you know, like what you're up to, anything that, how can they find you and anything you'd like to provide them here?
2: Absolutely. Uh, And thank you for having me. Like I said, I I was really looking forward to this. Uh, And, you know, for all the leaders out there, small business owners and everything, You know, what are the big three things to pay attention to? Clarity, clarity of what matters, alignment of energy, attention and effort, and then structure, structure for predictability and accountability. Uh, Where can you find me? You can find me on LinkedIn. Uh, You can find me at LRI at www.lri.com or you can find me at uh, my website, which is dennis-volpe.com. And, uh, you know, what am I doing? Uh, Right now, I'm having a lot of fun working with, because you talked about purposeful work. Uh, When I get the opportunity to work with veteran-owned or veteran-led small businesses and help them, you know, get refocused and direct their energy on what really matters and succeed faster, that's when I get energized. Because that's purposeful work for me.
1: Wow, I love it. We highly encourage everybody listening and those listening later, reach out to Dennis, connect with him on LinkedIn, visit his website and reach out and connect with him. Have a conversation, whether it's you for you personally or for your business or team that you operate in an organization. Dennis, thank you so much again for taking the time to be with us here today.
2: Chris, thanks for having me.
1: Thank you. And listeners, we want to thank you each and every week joining us here the Sustainable Success Way Again, we highly encourage you to listen to the show in its entirety here later today at the Voice America Business Channel. If you would like uh, any new content to be shared here on the show for future consideration, reach out to us at chris at christophersalem.com. We'd be more than happy to entertain what you're, you're looking for that can help move you and your business to the next level. Tell that everybody, we're wishing everybody a happy and prosperous new year, and we'll see you next Thursday in a new year on January 4th at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 3 p.m. East Coast Time. Happy New Year, everybody, and we'll see you next week.
0: Thank you for tuning into Sustainable Success. Be sure to join Chris Salem and his guests every Wednesday at 12 noon Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Have an incredible week.